This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020 or 347-563-0951. A continuing series, How to Get Married, How to Stay Married, based on Rev Miller's Ten Commandments of Marriage. And last week's part of the we we see Rev Miller began his parish on Chumash concerning the Pasha, there are two main concepts, ideas that we learn from the Pasha of the many. Is first Hashem's ways. You see Hashem's ways in the Pasha, and the second thing is also Midos. You see how to act, how to act, how to act, how not to act, maybe too, but mainly how to act. So we're going to use these two in our Ten Commandments. That Shem's ways is a, a man and a woman. Are, there are differences, and not only that, there are different nuances about each one that we all have to work on being aware of and have practical ways to deal with it. We have to be practical, practical, practical. And there's a messiah sometimes of your mate. This is who she or she is. And we have to get to know what that is and how to deal with it. So that right away, this is not my way. So last week we spoke about the first commandment. Even before the first commandment, that Reb Miller was asked about finding the right party. And of course the Reb said, you have to be the right party. A person has to work on emuna. Seeing Hashem in the world, Hashem in the world, Hashem in the world. There's so many swarm looking at nature, looking at the ways of the world, and there's so many things to look at to see a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And you continue, continue with the Chesed. Look at your life from now and go back in the past and come back now and look at all the things that happen. Again, become aware, aware. Muna, Muna, we gotta knock in, knock in. And with that goes betachen. For some reason, he pulls us through. He pulls us through. He pulls us through. So even when we're in the midst of a, a challenge, it's a challenge. It's a test. He'll pull us through. We have to have emuna and betachen in practical ways to to deal. And along with this is creating a thankful attitude, karasatov, an attitude of just constantly looking at what you have. It's a positive, constructive, real attitude. And this is very, very crucial, important when you get married. Because as you realize Hashem's chesed, you want to do chesed for others. Because so many people give you. And your mate is the number one person you have to do chesed for. But it's hard when you get married. You're used to your mother talking to, and your brother, and your sister, and your friends. And it's not easy to work on making him or her number one. So we went over last week the first commandment, which seems different than we'd expect. Be realistic, expect the unexpected. We'll go quickly through some of the points we said. Because when you get married, a man forgets the milk. How could he forget the milk? She wouldn't forget the milk. A woman gets married, she has four arms right away. Unless she owns you, this is the mafus, this is the way it is. Not a negative thing, that's how the family is built. But a man's not used to it. If he gets this, he doesn't really why she's upset. And she'll say things, and 
you'll respond. I mean, again, there's no delete. The big thing too. I mean, I said, no, that there's no delete. What he says is urgent. It's important. It's forever. So to get used to being told what to do, being surprised that you forget things, and she gets upset, and there's certain hormones, and there's pregnancy, and there's there's a lot, a lot of challenges at the beginning. Even they keep going unless you learn and see what they are. And you, like, unexpected is going to happen every day, five times a day. You can say something you shouldn't say. and So therefore, she's on the phone. You don't want her to be on the phone. There's a lot of things that you have to learn not to open up the mouth so fast. We'll talk about that in a little while. But there's many things unexpected. That's what we say before. You need a rav. It's a crucial how to get married, how to stay married. Just to be aware. I mentioned, he used to go to Ramel all the time, and he said, join the club, or you all go do your certain things. He gave me practical advice what to do. And how to right away be in a peaceful, understanding level. And as time goes along, it's, it builds into a, a nice relationship. And men to women, women look at a man, he misses cues all the time. He walks in, he forgets this. Maybe doesn't say hello, he's on the phone, she has a new earring, he wants to make herself look pretty and he doesn't recognize it, and on and on. So newly married people have challenges, but yet need direction to see each particular nuance, what the, what they are. And after a while, it becomes a general cloud and you see what to do and how to do and what happens. So we spoke about that last time. And it's, it's crucial. It's crucial because I know people love married a long time and they still, it irks them to certain same things. The ones who learn, learn to control it. Really, maybe he's being tested on his midas, she's being tested on her midas. So, and many things over time, this is my wife, this is my husband. But we get back to the first thing of, being the best you. That's why a man always has to work on himself. A woman always has to work on herself. We have to be the best we can be. That's a crucial thing. So your mate looks up to you or has respect for you. So what you do. And again, there are ways to be tolerant and patient and how to get through to the mate. But again, that needs direction. So we also spoke about keep routines. This is also a crucial thing. So when you get married, little notes in the morning to each other. First thing in the morning, you make, to make sure your wife and husband know you're the first one to say hello. During the day, I love you phone call or a discussion of what do you need for today. And we mentioned things like time out, the Tuesday night to go out. I know a couple did that for years and years. And the babysitters did it also for years and years. Or you play a game and some people play boggle at night. People, the other day someone told me Mrs. Learning wanted to take his wife to T-Max. She was the happiest lady in the world. Just to go shopping and not buying anything. 
We need to do these things, everybody. These certain routines every day and necessary, necessary. To a little morning hello, to a nice no, to a nice word. And you come home, you shoot it to each other. You always, you're there to encourage and help each other. There's the routines. Any of the routines you can create. We mentioned about being proactive. You're walking down a block and you're coming home or your wife is home and she's waiting for you to come home. Is a proactive and we said to many people this last couple of weeks, when you're going to see your wife, you have to give a, a geschmack chizuk, a strong, a geschmack encouragement that's truthful. Guys, says, what do, you, what do I say? What are you talking about? She made supper, and she's playing with the, ch- able to bring up the children. Even while you're dating, and you're getting married. You'll see there's so much in your lady. She works hard the whole day. She sees you. She looks nice. And as soon as you get married, she's working all day and whatever she's doing so busy and then she has supper for you. Jump. Walk down that block and tell her. Tell her. Tell her. And I have to think about him. I and a person who does this, you know, one day for 365 days a year, he's giving his wife life. So much to find. If she does the long, she dresses nicely. The kitchen's nice. Whatever it is, the way she speaks, the way she acts, find it. Find it. This is a routine you can start at the beginning of marriage. It's a, it's crucial if you can start this way. And a woman thinking got a good thing to say to her husband, a chizuk to say to her husband, anything, <coughs> MS, <coughs> and the geschmack that made seizure directing. Might say we're older now, or the, she's used to it, or she doesn't take compliments. You can find things other ways. The children come, you can say to the children, "Look how great mommy is." And before children, you can say, you can say things. When you go over the in-laws, Achaya makes one of the best food in the week. Whatever it is, but Every man has to go once a day, 365 days, to his wife. All of a sudden, she, she likes being around him. She likes being, no one gives a woman encouragement today. But your boss doesn't. Some of your parents tell you what to do. And eventually, children definitely tell you what to do. So the only chizik is from the husband. So start now, guys. When you get married, you got to get used to the whole fact. I have to think, a thinking man to give my wife encouragement, a helping hand. Jump to her defense. I have to be there. A woman who knows her husband, how he ticks, he comes home. Usually a husband, the first 15 minutes, a routine to have a little something to eat to relax himself. You'll see a different husband the whole night. So we spoke about that last week. That a person can work on routines daily, weekly, <clears throat> some people once a month, try to get away a little bit. Being in marriage is a good idea. Even with children once in a while if you can pull such a thing off. It's rekindling. Why wait till you're 10 years married and he's doing nice things, she's doing nice things, but not doing them together. And slowly it's moving apart. And doing things in a rote way, even though they have everything, beautiful families, <clears throat> but from the beginning, <clears throat> and even now you could start, there's 
It's positive constructing routine. So he knows she's there, and she knows he's there, <clears throat> and they're going through it together as a team. These positive strokes routines with the mouth, with your hands, with your emotions, every way possible to keep straight with your routines and strong ones to give each other that encouragement and help he or she needs. And we began speaking about making peace as soon as possible, number three. It has to be a couple before you get married. Learn it now. Learn on dating. A topic comes up, you see it's a little controversial, and your mate seems to be getting a little... Say sorry. Get out of the discussion. What do you mean? I'll find out who she is, who she is. You're always going to, only going to irritate. You learn the other person very well. But make peace as soon as possible. It is crucial. She says something, you say something. Run away. It's sorry, I'm wrong. Or try to, sorry, bread it up. Every word you say is forever. It's all a forever deal. What you say to your husband, what you say to your wife. But make peace. It's so crucial that after each meeting, if it's before marriage, after marriage, it has to be a peaceful one. You have to be a peaceful, especially when you do get married. You go to sleep in peace no matter what. No matter what. Never, never go to sleep with a grudge. It's next morning the little little hill becomes a mountain. And it continues. So a person has to be very, very careful. And I mentioned the uh, couple was married for a year and he was they were speaking, but sometimes you schmooze you be careful. We just get a little too loose. Let's just say everything, anything to anybody. A person has to be a thinking person. What I say has to be constructive to us. And if it's not, I'm not going to say it. Just because it's on my mind. So he started to say, oh, one day I didn't feel like going out. The next day she didn't talk to him. And the night she said, you didn't want to talk to me then. Maybe you don't love me now. So a whole thing. And he had to make peace. But he did. An hour and a half he told me. He worked hard on making peace, 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 peace. No sitting around with this stuff. <clears throat> No guy was arguing, called up. So I told him, turn around and say, Mr. G said, I love you. He turned around, she runs, she turned, he turned around and said, I love you. Mr. G said, I love you. I should say this to you. And it loosened up something. I think he took half a pizza. And <clears throat> there's so many different ways to make peace as soon as possible. Oh, I told you a story with the man getting yelled at on the phone because he took a certain can of tuna fish and he couldn't believe he was hearing it, but he made peace on the phone. He said, I'm sorry, sorry, and he found out later. He thought he, something happened. She must have been, I don't know, she was going crazy on the phone. You took this, found out weeks later that that tuna fish was supposed to be the, for the children because he had experience because he was home one morning. The children didn't get, didn't get what they wanted. All big to do. So he realized by saying sorry as soon as he could, was a Myla. And she might say, well, you said it yesterday too. Okay. But any way possible. 
to run away from controversy. Someone just told me recently, he got advice. <clears throat> when they got married, they have to speak out everything. You have to speak it out. You have to speak it out. So when a man says to his wife, maybe you could do it this way. It could be interpreted. You don't like the way I do it. So can you imagine he does this 365 days a year? She wants to go out with her friends. Just take a walk. You know, it's probably better you go to a, a shear. So he's saying, I don't like what you're doing. I don't approve of it. And these little nuances that doesn't don't seem like much, day after day, it can really hurt. It can really separate. So a man has to really think. A woman has to think before they talk. That's why if you slip, you have to say any way possible to settle things, calm down things. Especially when there's children. They both argue the whole house is falling down. One gets upset. Mommy's upset or Abba's upset. But make peace as soon as possible. You'll see this is a, what do you mean? I should be the one? Yeah, you should be the one. This is forever deal. If you had a million dollar deal going, guarantee you, you'd say sorry to the other person you're dealing with if it meant a million dollars. So your wife's husband's worth trillions of dollars. It's worth eternity. But all this needs practical situations where you have to have someone to speak to how to do this. There are sometimes issues that there are disagreements. That's where I say Lacharav again. Because most issues, a good Rav usually is on the side of the lady. Uh, many, many things. Which is a good thing. And because husband and wife have to see that you have a Rav who's sensitive. The same Rav be sensitive to the husband too. So when a decision has to be made, the, a big one, they can't agree, so they don't wait and argue for weeks. They speak, they make peace as soon as possible. Let's go to the rub, let's see what we have to do. And it becomes a routine for you and the children. But it's a crucial thing to make peace as soon as possible. It's, um, it's because people slip. And sometimes you break a dish and each party has to be there. And <clears throat> we sometimes have another commandment was don't say mean words. We can continue what we just said. You know, if you tell your wife, hey, we could do this, tell your husband, maybe we could do this. So you don't like what I do. You have to have try to be diplomatic, you have to know what you have to do, but especially a man to a woman. You can't, you can't do it this way. After a little while, being married, you know what your wife is, what she wants. I told you a story, a couple of many years, and the husband heard that the daughter was talking to one of the sons, says, your father never complained about this, 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 and this. And the father heard in the background, I can have complained about these things every day. But I didn't. They had a good relationship. And she knew already. And if she can change, she can change. And guarantee over the years he probably was very helpful in these areas and whatever. 
progress they made, they made. But bring it up every day, every day. So this gets to be mean words. And sometimes we hear words like, you never, you always. Those are rough. Those are like little knives in the heart. Man's working so hard to help, help, and he forgets one thing or he comes home late and I'm a single mother. You always, you never. So these are things, how you get married. When you get married, you have to be aware. My mouth has to be very, very tailor-made. I say these words, you always, you never. And one couple got in tune with this, and all of a sudden she said, you always. And then she caught herself. doesn't happen all the time. (laughs) Once a day is bad enough, but like all the time, every second? First question I ask, and you find out. Somebody's two years ago, somebody's once a week. Who knows? You always, you never. These terms, because your own frustration, be very, very careful. That's why again, say, look around again. Some things that you made, you have to be able to tolerate. There are certain ways, though. There's always, you could keep asking ways to get through the made. If you can't again, it will be there. And if the maid can change, he'll change or she'll change. But you always, you never. Very, very dangerous. Some people, when they're losing an argument, they'll even say the word get. And Miller said, you're planting a seed, a seed, a seed, a seed. Also, in words, many times, a person tells his or her parents. You can't tell your parents. What do you mean? As soon as you tell your parents one thing, you might make up with your mate, but that thing, mother will always remember, your father will always remember. And if a daughter just tells a father or mother once a week or something, he did this, I don't understand, he's so stubborn in this area, all of a sudden, uh, two, three months go by, the parents only heard that part. And they probably didn't, maybe they didn't hear the make-up part. All of a sudden, they think their daughter has a monster. Could be the other way around, too. You have to get a confidant. You need a mentor. You need a rabbi. Something. Right away. Get it now. Before marriage, you have to have it. So many sensitive, you know, so-called with it. There's so many people who out there can help. Call me up and give you names of Rabbanim who are just right there. Really, right there to help. And they, yeah. What might I say? But really on the ball. Really know what to do and how to help and how to direct. It's like you can't say another madrega really be making peace as soon as possible. You have to let mean words pass over. Now those are the commandment. It says a hundred evils will pass you away. If you get a always, you get a never. You might cringe a little bit because you feel like you're doing a lot. So called suck it in. Can't say. Can't say. Don't back yourself up. What's gonna happen is she'll bring up something from last week and two years ago and ten years ago. Maybe a man will do the same to the lady. So don't start a justification process. You have to suck it in big time. And then again you might have to ask the rub or yes, what do I do in such a situation? These are the words used. And maybe you'll get direction. Or you'll hear something that you can 
work that uh, can have an influence that these words shouldn't be said. But let it pass over. So many times you let it pass over, always, never. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, conversations change were positive. In five minutes, it's a delicious supper. Five minutes, he's sweeping the floor. Things change real quick, but the harp and come back and justify you. And you're 100% right, you feel. That mean words pass over, but these are things you need to work on, work on, work on. And when you get married, you have to know these things are going to happen. Even if you're slip, even if you have the best, biggest sadek, biggest sadek. But you need to know. <clears throat> and many times, especially with going on a good relationship of the chizuk and the positive, constructive, You'll be very, you won't be so surprised, but you'll be surprised the next day to make, I'm sorry I, I said that to you. Because to make, you'll see, you're always giving, always saying the right thing. But to make it an issue, becomes very, very, very dangerous. To justify oneself, in most cases, just leads to the other party, especially the other parties all upset. So adrenaline is going. So if you justify, the other person's going to come back with something. And something else. And you might think it's not even connected, but it's, uh, all of a sudden it becomes a connected. If you say that's connected, not connected, then you're not listening. You're not listening to me. In arguments, you win, you lose, and you lose, you lose. It's a whole mess. <clears throat> so a person has to let mean words pass. Let mean words pass. That's a strong one. Again, you look on the subway. One guy's yelling at this other guy, and the other guy's just sitting quietly. Who's the hero? Who's the smart one? So if a mate is a little upset, the emotions are going, that's not the time. But you gotta be strong. Then we get back to the beginning, and we're in 101. We're talking 101. Unexpected, unexpected. Then get back to the strong routines again, and that's strong enough. That mean word passed by. And that same mean words. It's a, it's a whole process. But a person who lets mean words pass is a, it's a, a level beyond. You're covered. One of the reasons why we're here is a, not got covered. That covered should only be Hashem. That's covered Hashem when you're controlling and not answering back. Nice to say, but that's what it is. That's how you work on that. You work on kinna. You work on taiva. It's a whole process of husband and wife is the best musulashasharm. Your best musul sefer. Yolam haba. How you make the best out of yourself. You got to be prepared before, and you have to continue when you're married. And there's other aspects. We'll talk about it maybe next time. Again, loyalty. Again, strong loyalty. Again, to your lady in front of everybody. You back your husband and wife up. The Rebbe also about dress, try to dress decently and nicely. And Tenth Commandment was, don't be a tyrant. Don't don't tell, get this, get this. Get it yourself. Encourage, encourage instead. Get up yourself. Get it for your mate. It's a team effort. You have to break out of your selfish routines. And then we mentioned, say, like a rav. And so Hashem should bless all of us to, we have to have a sifa. We need a sifa. Just like we have one for internet. And we have one the way we speak. And one for every possible, you know, very important in Yanam.
But what we need is a sifa on marriage. How to get married, how to stay married. Then we get add to it, how to bring up children. That'll be the next thing, hopefully, we'll, Bez Hashem, try to talk about. And tell your Rav. Tell the Rosh Hashiva, it's time to, a big time, big time. And if we, we're all in the program, we have all the facility, all the tools, Torah gives you all the tools to do all this stuff. We need time to think and direct and absorb. The Shem should bless everyone with a slach, a bracha, and everything. Rook, Nias, and Gashimus. It's been seen on Griper, 718-339-6020, or 347-563-0951. Yashikoach and Kol Tuf.